Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. On Global News, there's a feature series on Canada's home buying affordability crisis. The first installment, Millennials Priced Out of Home Ownership. And I was watching the video uh, earlier this morning. And uh, reporting on this issue and uh, hosting it is Anne Gaviola of Global News. And she joins us on The Roy Green Show. And thank you very much uh, for taking the time. And you were talking to Patty Tracy, who with his fiance, has been looking to buy a home in the Guelph, Ontario area for more than a year. As I was listening to this young man, I thought... This scenario, this situation must be repeating itself time and time and time again right across the country. That's right. And I I feel like I've been reporting on this story for years now because this was kind of the situation pre-pandemic where you had, you know, and and to be clear, you know, Patty and his fiance, they live and work in Toronto, but they said, you know, we're willing to move outside of the city. We're, we're, uh, we have a bunch of options, you know, we'll go to where it's most affordable um, but what's kind of happened during the pandemic, as you well know, is, um, you know, these are people who uh, make above the the average income in Canada. They're on paper, you know, doing all the right things, growing their income year after year. And then the pandemic came, um, their income took a hit, but they were still, they're still making more than the average household in Canada. But their dreams of home ownership even more elusive because prices have taken off. Um, every major urban center across the country, and now places outside of, of that. It's not just, you know, the usual suspects, Toronto and Vancouver, red hot. No, it's spread to Hamilton and Moncton and Woodstock, Ontario. Yeah, and one of the questions that's repeated time and again, and it was part of the report, the, your report on Global News, uh, question is how does the price of homes continue to climb as dramatically year after year after year? And I found this very interesting, fascinating, actually. You reported that the average down payment for a house in Toronto would take 25 years and in Vancouver 30 years to put aside enough money, and that's with an annual income of how much? Of just under 200000 oh, So gosh. this isn't even, you know, the average household income in Canada. It's, it's above that. And I, I found that staggering. I remember, no, I'm no longer, uh, you know, the age that millennials are now. But I do remember if you had told me back in the day, okay, if you start saving right now in, you know, a quarter century or in 30 years, you might, if you're lucky, have enough for a down payment for that uh, real fixer-upper that you were looking for, you've been, you know, checking out, I would be disheartened i would be deflated and it's it really is a, a timing thing um patty that that person that you that i spoke with for my piece and to be clear there are you know people in patty's situation all across the country in in various uh markets um who are are seeing that dream that they had um you know flip further away yeah where does the mom the bank of mom and dad fit in here it's a big factor, and um, a part of that has to do with, I mean, I, I've watched what's happened. I, I've been reporting on the housing market for some time, and then when you enter the pandemic, it, um, it stymied even the experts. I don't know if you remember at the onset of the pandemic, our national housing agency, the CMHC, predicted that home prices would drop by 18%. Fast forward to today, and it's the opposite. You know, home prices up, let's call it 30% uh, across the country. So um, what's happening is uh, this particular downturn has disproportionately impacted renters while boosting the fortunes of homeowners. 
And you mentioned the bank of mom and dad, and I don't, I certainly don't want to be flippant when I use that term, but what's happening specifically is you have people like Patty trying to break into the market. Um, and, and a, a big predictor of whether or not you'll be able to, and, and keep in mind, home ownership rates for millennials are lower than they were for previous generations. They're getting in later if they happen to be lucky enough to get in. Um, but if they have family help, if their parents are part of the home ownership class, then uh, they certainly get a big boost, okay? So those are people who've been benefiting, whose wealth has been growing because of this particular asset. Uh, when I talk about millennials, I'm not talking about that group of people having a tough time, though it is tougher than it has been in years past. I'm talking about the millennial have-nots. Right. So the ones who their, their income has taken a hit for um, you know economic crisis number two of their careers, um, and and we know that this particular pandemic has hit them disproportionately hard. And then you have the housing market um, on fire and not just in the usual places. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So when, when it comes to the question about whether people should rent or buy, you speak of a 5% rule. Could you explain that to us? Sure. Um, broad strokes. And this is what personal finance experts will tell you to do in terms of the calculation, because that's actually one of the questions that I get asked uh, the most, whether it's social media or in person, you know, should I buy or should I rent? Everyone knows someone who may be pondering that. Um, so the formula, and I'm, I'm going to add something else after this, the, the formula is you take your budget or, you know, the, the price tag of the home that you're looking to buy, and then you multiply that by 5%, and then you divide that by the 12 months of the year. The number that you get from that calculation, if you are able to rent for less than that monthly, then the saying goes, you're probably better off renting uh, until that calculation changes. However, and I, I understand that, you know, the decision to, if you if you are privileged enough to be able to consider getting into the market, it's, it's made up of a whole bunch of other reasons other than just calculations on a piece of paper. So okay. I, I totally get that. But that's, I think, kind of a, an interesting guide for people who yeah. may be wondering about that. Yeah, and thank you so much for the time. I'm looking forward to seeing the other installments on this. It's really fascinating and it's so timely and so important and it affects so many people right across the country. And intergenerational issue. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.